Hey, you scruffy-looking nerf herders. Welcome to Records of the Republic, a podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars, from canon to the EU to Legends content and more. We are your hosts, Wade and Kevin, and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you. Strap yourself in, and don't get cocky, as we embark on this journey together into the Star Wars universe. Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic, episode 21. Uh, Obviously, if we were staying uh, on track, we we should be on like episode 30 almost by now. But we have been crazy, crazy, I have been crazy, crazy busy. I think Kevin's schedule ironically opened up a little bit more and mine just like shut down. <laughs> like I started getting home. By the way, this is Wade, one of the one half of Records of the Republic, and I've got Kevin here with me. Say hi, Kevin. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, right, <laughs> dude. Uh, the new position at work is awesome. I do like it. There's a lot of potential to be making more money. Um, I am not quite there yet, but I've only been doing it for about a month now. Yeah. So, and I've got a lot of things that are like in the works that I think are going to start dropping this next month. Because, you know, most people, when they go to buy something, especially when it's as important and as large of a package as things like moisture remediation and stuff like that, that they have to get done, you know, they got to talk about it. It's not something that most people can say right here, right now. Yes, I'm putting the money down. Like, let's do it. Some people can, I've seen, but most people are not in that position. So we're getting there, though. We're getting there. I've been very honest with all of my customers. I have not been selling preventative nearly as much. It's mostly been reactive. You know, I'll, I'll inform customers of different preventative measures that they can take to kind of protect their home. But for the most part, it's been, hey, this is an issue you have. This is how you can solve it. So I guess there are ethics. <sighs> Some few and far in between. Ironically, now I will say this a lot of the guys that I work with are actually very ethical, which was a huge eye opening thing for me because, you know, you hear the word sales and automatically people hate you. Like if you tell them you work for sales, they're going to hate you, which sucks. Starting at a disadvantage. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I just tell people that I am an, an inspector for my company, not a sales inspector. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. I've, I've rearranged how I say pretty much everything. So as a salesman does. Yes. Yes. You kind of have to be smart, smarter than the average cookie. A way to pat yourself on the back there, Wade. Yep. Well, I needed that encouragement because I haven't gotten, <laughs> I've been feeling kind of discouraged over the last few weeks. <laughs> so Kevin, how have you been? I've been really good. You're definitely right. My schedule has opened up when yours started to shut down, but I've still been busy too, right? Like there have been nights where both of us were, were like, I don't know if I can do it. Um, right. Well, and there and, was talk back and forth of, well, how about over the weekend? And then the weekend ended up not working out and right. just all kinds right. of stuff coming up. At one point, I 
very sadly texted you. So is the Republic done? <laughs> what was that? Was that was that like Monday or something? It was it was, it was relatively week, recently. It was like maybe the end of the last week. Like yeah, yeah. Dude, I've been I've been reading. <laughs> I saw that stuff. and I was like, oh man, I have dropped the ball big time. <laughs> but again, we're not making money from this. This is a hobby. So yeah, what can you do? Thankfully, well, like, I've read my books. I've, I've read a couple comics. <laughs> I did watch Rogue One. It took me a while, but it, I, I watched it. Uh, watched a couple Clone Wars episodes. I've been taking it in, and nowhere, no release. Yep, I know, I know. Well, we're gonna get back on track. Um, for guys like Rural Farm Boy who have been like, "Hey, where are you guys at?" Yeah, we're we're I back. about going live and... by myself one night. <laughs> you can just to get it just to get you, that you... release out. You have the freedom, man. I know. You you can absolutely and Dylan's schedule is pretty open. I mean, you guys could host one together yeah. if you wanted, um, and I could just do the editing and the on the backside of it. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. I, I'll Dylan, just be a producer. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, this is for you. This is your chance, man. We're Time hiring. to step up to the big leagues. <laughs> He's got a real responsibility. Uh, <laughs> we got ten people that listen to us. We need to show up. That's right, dude. I stopped. I think what happened was I got the new position, and once that happened, I actually stopped getting on Twitter as much. Like I've been very inactive on Twitter, or like sporadically active. Like, you could tell I'll I randomly it because I started posting. <laughs> like I started seeing people responding to stuff and interacting, and I'm like. What? And then I remembered, oh yeah, Kevin's got access to that. He's probably, and then I looked it up and sure enough, you're like all over Twitter. So I'm like, yeah, that's good at least because I haven't been, I mean, Reddit has been dead for me. Like I haven't looked at Reddit. Listen, I get home at like 730 or 8 every night. And by the time I get home, I'm ready for a drink. I'm ready for my food, hang out with the kid a little bit, and then I'm going to bed. That is my routine. I'll do some dishes. or. But, oh, my gosh, it's just been, you know, it. it's not physically exhausting to do what I do because I'm only hitting, like, five houses a day now yeah. versus the 20 I was doing before. But it's the mental energy and the desire. Like, once I get home, like, all of this is cooked, and there's not much up here to begin with. So, I mean, it's a very, very short time uh, to to get me just out of energy. But, yeah, it's all we got, though. I mean, you don't look at people like us and say, man, they're really doing some hard physical work. <laughs> That's also true. But I did start listening to the audiobooks again. Good. So what have you been uh, I'm to? actually, I am almost done with this novel. It's Star Wars Clone Wars Gambit Stealth. Yeah. It's a two-part series and takes place during the Clone Wars, and it follows Anakin and Obi-Wan. Um, and they're going on this secret mission that the Republic, the Senate doesn't know about. Most of the Jedi don't know about. It's like one Senator and Yoda and Padme and well, I guess so two senators. Um, and that's pretty much the only folks who know about this mission and, and Ahsoka, Ahsoka fine. And she knows about it. Um, so it, but it, it's awesome. It's cool because it, it really does a good job of also depicting Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship as uh, no longer master and apprentice. Um, there there have been quite a few times where they end up butting heads over opinions. Um, and Anakin stands his ground a couple of times and is like, I'm not your apprentice anymore. You're not allowed to treat me like this. Interesting. I, I believe this 
and I don't believe I'm wrong. And we can agree to disagree, but I'm not changing my stance on it. And you're not going to overrule me because you're not my master anymore. But That was like one thing that I felt was missing from Brotherhood. Yeah, I think it – well, but Brotherhood was so fresh. Yeah. you got to remember, I mean, it's just post-apprenticeship. So yeah, I this guess is I just further thought this is further down the road in their relationship as Jedi Knight and Jedi Master but versus it is. But Anakin's co- has come into his own as a Jedi Knight at this point. Like he was still kind of flirting with the idea in Brotherhood, which I thought was actually really good. It kind of helps depict uh, the timeline of where he's at in terms of his maturity and kind of coming into his own. Um, versus he's well into training Ahsoka at this point uh, in in this book. And so Sounds cool. it, it's, oh, it's awesome. It's so good. One thing that really stood out to me uh, that shocked me is it looks like in a scene, in, in one of the scenes, Obi-Wan almost uses like psychometry. What's that? Which is not a force ability that I thought he had. Um, I don't know what it psychometry is. is a force ability that we commonly see mostly with like Quinlan Voss and Cal Kestis. And it's okay. essentially, essentially where you can touch an item and sense the force echoes and you relive, you know, oh, different oh, events oh, yeah, yeah. from that, that person, uh, who, whoever owned that item or used that item or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. See, but I guess I would have thought that anybody that is trained with the force, like a Jedi would be, would, be able to tap into some of these things, even though they might not be very strong. That's what I'm thinking it was. Cause the way they described it, it was like, that's, that's, I'm pretty sure that's psychometry, but it was yeah. very much like a, like he's very inexperienced or it, it wasn't necessarily by accident, but he had to really strain to try and sense that, you know, that kind of thing. Like he really yeah. had to try for it versus Quinlan and Cal. It just kind of comes naturally to. Right. So, that was that was pretty cool to see. I was like, huh, I had never we I don't think I've ever seen in any any other literature or media right. portrayals cool. of Obi-Wan him using that force ability. Yeah. So, definitely definitely enjoyed that. Nice. What about what about the uh, I'm I'm like 40 minutes away from finishing the book. So, I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to read the second one next, the Gambit Siege book or if I'm going to go switch back to the new uh, Star Wars Inquisitor: Rise of the Red Blade. I would I would keep going with the Gambit. I think so too. I I think so. I haven't decided because I was really really wanting to read Rise of the Red Blade. I had to make that same sort of decision with um, my current book because I finished book one of the Corellian trilogy. Yeah, and I was like, well, I just got the first Thrawn book, the newer one. I feel like I should read that, but I. I ultimately decided to stick with the series that I'm reading because I'm really liking it and I don't want to get like taken out of that sure. world and have to jump back in and maybe miss some stuff. Well, see, that would be a toss up for me if I hadn't already read the Thrawn books um, yeah. with Ahsoka coming out. I would have wanted to go into it exactly. with all the knowledge. And now that I have it from the books, I'm really looking forward to the Ahsoka. I mean, I was I was going to be looking forward to Ahsoka regardless, but... I'm really excited to see how much of the original Thrawn trilogy Dave Filoni is going to use, how much of the canon trilogy is he going to refer to. You know, I, I'm just, I'm just I would excited. assume a lot. 
Yeah, Probably. I mean, my goal is to finish book two and then have book three done so that I can read Thrawn along with the Ahsoka show. Oh, that'd be interesting. I think that would be, because I have two of them. Um, so I, I'll have to get the third one. But um, Which two do you have? I've got the first one, and then what's it called? Ascendancy or something? The first one from see. the right Expanded here. Universe? Like Heir to no, the Empire? here it is. Okay, that's Thrawn. So that's the Ascendancy trilogy. Yeah, this but book one is that's... right here. That's a separate trilogy. It is. Yep, there are three Thrawn. I know there. Well, all all of the Thrawn books are the original EU trilogy is also Timothy Zahn. Oh, all right. Well, I guess um, I have to read one book then. So yeah, the, I want to. The... I want to read the Thrawn one first. Yeah, yeah, Thrawn. That one relates very heavily to Rebels, and you'll like. I think you'll like it. Um, but yeah, so there's the heir to the Empire, the Last Command, and I'm blanking on the third one. But those are all the EU Thrawn trilogy books. Oh, then you've got the canon trilogy, which is the Thrawn. Um, of course, I'm I'm blanking on the other up. two. Oh, let me pull up my library. I've got it right here. It's not Uprising. It's um. Let's see. Do do do. Alliances. Alliances. Treason. Treason. Yep. So that's the canon Tron trilogy, and then the Ascendancy. I think actually gotcha. takes place earlier, like back towards prequel era. Okay, well, that makes if sense. I remember correctly. So while, I, while I'm there on the topic of that book, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our Twitter followers, Casper. Casper! So goes on Twitter, you'll find him as Alexander Moylan. Um, we, we've retweeted some of his stuff. He's currently selling a bunch of his books. He's moving away and wants to, to sell them so that he doesn't have to move them. I think he's doing hard hardbacks for eight bucks and, and paperbacks for seven bucks. Yep. That's um, correct. Check it out. We've retweeted it. He wants to get rid of them. There's really good stuff. Lots of High Republic. Um, there's a Padme trilogy that I thought about buying, but I've already seen uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at that one. Yeah. Some some novelizations of the movies. There's a bunch uh-huh. of stuff to choose from. He's got a lot Go of good look. stuff. He's got a lot of yeah. good current canon and old EU. He's got a good mix. Um, so I definitely check them out. Thrawn books. I bought two um, Legends Mall books uh, and Leia. I don't remember what it's called, but it's it's the one that leads up to the Last Jedi, I believe. Um, Is it Bloodline? No, I've, I've, I think I've got it right here as well. It's just called Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Um, oh. And then I got I bought Tarkin off of him, and he threw in. He's such a nice guy. He threw in a little a silver minifig keychain. Oh, on, dude! Put it on so my you keys. you missed out. Wow. You missed out on some really good ones. I'm looking at his pictures because he sent because I reached out to him I and I was pick. like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about picking up some." And so he's like, "All right, well, here's an updated list of what I have left." Um, and you missed because he has the complete trilogy of the EU Thrawn. I know, but I wanted the canon ones for the show. But the EU is what 
has been rumored that Dave Filoni is going to pull from. And that's what I, I know, think you I, would appreciate reading more. I've read yeah, but the, the canon before. But the canon stuff is good, but it all ties into stuff we've already seen. It's not going to tie in. I mean, it's it's the Thrawn books themselves are not going to tie in too much to Ahsoka, I think. They tie in but really they, well it with has Rebels. To be consistent, but it, I, well, I, yeah, it, it, it'll give me a good foundation. Ah, I just I, I think have, you I missed... had to make a choice, Wade. I wanted all of them, but I couldn't take well, them. So I think you made the wrong choice, and well, you're just going to have to live with it. The heir to the Empire series is probably not going to be very expensive for me to buy. No, it's not. <laughs> That's why I have it already. Yeah. So, well, I was looking at some of the old, like some of the Clone Wars, because he's got the hardcover of Shatterpoint. I thought he's about got, those. Uh, the Cestus Deception and Jedi Trial which are both Clone Wars novels, um, which to me are like prime content. I love anything Clone Wars. So, and I've got, because my goal is to have, of all of the individual Black Series figures that I've collected over time, I'd like to have one copy of a book that's centered around that character so that when I put them up on my bookshelves, the character is standing there next to the book and maybe his Funko Pop. So that's kind of my goal. Like I've got Ahsoka next to a couple of my Ahsoka Funkos and Black Series figures and uh, 3.75 inch action figure. Um, so that's kind of what I want. So I'm looking at that Shatterpoint and I, I'm very tempted. Get it. But yeah, they've got the the Padme Amidala trilogy, the Queen's Shadow, Queen's Peril and Queen's Hope. Not sure if it's in that order or not. But I mean, he's got a whole bunch of stuff on here. And I'm gonna have to act on some of this sooner rather than later if I really want them. Because beat Wade to I, it, everybody buy those books. <laughs> Don't beat me to it unless you're buying them for me. <laughs> I'll beat him to it. That would be a fantastic. Hey Wade, you're having a second kid. Congratulations. Here's some books you can read them. Oh, please. that would be that would be a perfect perfect way to say congratulations. I'm not gonna let you do that to our listeners. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would appreciate that. Casper, I don't expect you to send me any of them. I will expect uh, someone, whether it be me or hopefully someone else, someone's to buy gonna, them. <laughs> someone's going to get you those books, and damn it, it might just be you. That's right. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's got a good collection. Go check him out. Go give him a follow. Reach out to him. He loves talking with people, especially about Star Wars. So, definitely hit him out. Hit him up. Not out. Hit him up. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> uh let's see what else do i have on my list that's all i've got on my list you said you wanted to talk a little bit about a book yes your book yes the the corellian trilogy um okay i finished book one took me a while but it's not from for lack of interest book was great uh from an action standpoint it fell short of some of the other books that we've read um okay but the real strength was setting the stage like the point it's it's clearly a very well planned out trilogy like it was meant yeah. to be a trilogy um so the, book one was just about creating the tension like war's about to break out on corellia so it spends the whole book setting you learn a bunch of corellian lore which is cool um you know it sets the stage for why things are about to blow up and then right. they do and then that's the end of the book um some i wouldn't call it character development but well, what you would you really, call it, Kevin? 
it's not development because it's really just it's stuff that you would already know about these characters, but maybe you don't think of quite as much. Like one of the one of the things I particularly so maybe ex- love expanding upon. Sure, um, it's been out since '95, so I don't feel bad sharing some details. Um, people probably read it if they if they wanted to read it by now. I don't know, but but I, I all right, some... fast forward a minute or two. I can't fast forward through this. I don't care, Reed. <laughs> this is what you signed up for. I've been waiting for weeks to get this. I out know. Of the system. <laughs> this is my um, fault. I brought this on myself. Chewie as a pilot, right? Like he's Han's always the star. Like he's the one that is flying the Falcon. But in this book, Han's not there. So you see Chewie with the kids, Han and Leia's kids. Um, he's taking care of them. He's trying to shoot down these Tie Fighter type things. Um, you'd understand what I mean when you read the book, but he's shooting them down while he's piloting the Falcon too, trying to escape. It's awesome. And you're like, man, you don't really think of Chewie that way. He's he's always support, you know. So they they did a good job of making him the star. You see, what are you looking at me like that for? You don't agree? with I me? mean. I've always thought Chewie was the star. Like Han's cool and all, but he's not. Not Chewie's not the with, best. I agree, but you never see him being the one in taking charge and getting them out of trouble in that way. Sure, I guess, he gets I guess out of trouble you're right. Brute force sometimes, and he's a Wookiee and and everything. But like he was, he was having to multitask. He was shooting down these spiders, getting them out, um, and keeping the because Leia wasn't there either. He was responsible. He had a droid with him, a really cool droid that I think you would love. Okay. Um, he makes like self modifications and Probably. he's, he's love, very funny. I love droids. You would like this one. Um so that was really cool. I I felt like it gave Chewie his moment. Um, yeah. You see Han talking his way out of situations. Uh, but Shocker. you see the cool thing is you see him and Leia work things out. Like they have they identify a problem like something doesn't add up and you, and you hear that dialogue that they have to figure out what's going on right? in a way that only a book can really do it super well written. And I'm about two thirds of the way through the second one and it's suspense. It's still all suspense. Like things have calmed down a little bit and um, we're seeing how they're going to get out of the situation that they're in. And then I think the big war is going to come later. Sounds like it's a book I need to pick up. I would. I think you can get the trilogy on Amazon for like 12 bucks. Probably. A lot of times they have, especially with the older ones, they have a bunch of those mass market paperback copies. Those are the best, man. They are absolutely awesome. Yeah, I mean, if you're just interested in getting the story and you don't care about getting like the first edition or whatever, just get the cheap one. Dude, that's another one you missed out on. Casper had Rogue Squadron. I saw that. I only had I had to make decisions. I couldn't just buy all the books that I wanted. All right. Well, I'll try to I'll try to respect your decisions. I don't need you to respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Well, regardless, I'll be looking into some of your book recommendations. I told you I was going to take the Star Wars book to camp with me to try and read over the weekend, yeah. uh, like a couple weeks ago, yeah. and definitely did not have any time to read. Yeah. Like, 
I was running around with Gene and Penny and friends and like it's there time was, consuming. There was like no downtime. So yeah, Audible is the way to go <laughs> for me. So at least for the time being. So we got a review to do. Yeah, what are we actually here for, Kevin? Rogue One. Rogue One. Maybe our sleeper for top one, top two, top three. Um, I don't know about we'll sleeper. I, th- we'll I think now, it was expected. No, no, I, no, absolutely no. not. When it came not out, everyone, everyone raved about how good of yeah, a movie it was. I've never thought everyone. about it. I've never really thought about where it ranks with like the the saga movies. That's a problem, and that's a personal Not problem because I've done it. Because <laughs> I, I always look at every single piece of Star Wars media and stack it up against everything else. Wow. Well, let me tell you something. I will send you a Star Wars gold star in the mail. <laughs> Please you are, do. You are the ultimate fan. You know how much I would love that because Kevin, listen, I, I don't have actually. I don't have any of my trophies from when I was a kid. I don't have anything hanging out around the house. So a gold star like that would just be wonderful. Penny's got more than I do. She just wow. we finally got her fantasy football trophy from last season. <laughs> we got it in the mail uh, this week. She was like, "Oh my gosh, it looks beautiful. How much did you spend on it?" I was like, twenty five bucks on Amazon." <laughs> But for you, priceless. That's right. <laughs> I spent as much as you wanted me to, babe. Yeah. But I took, out a, I took out a second mortgage for this thing. So now, now her trophy is displayed in the living room, and I've got nothing to display out there. So I would love a Star Wars gold okay. star to put out out in the living room. Okay. But for now, I'll settle for showing you why Rogue One's the best Star Wars movie ever made. It's not, but it's up there. It is. Oh, so, it, right. it is. Let's get in there. So, what did you characters? Characters, I gave it a four point two five. Okay. Yep. What did you give it? Four point five. Okay. Yeah. I love these. That stacks up. I did too. K two S O, one of my favorite yep. characters of all time. Uh, I no question, top ten. I mean, K two S O is witty. He's smart. He's he's uh, voiced by Alan Alan Tudyk, who is one of my favorite voice actors. I loved him in Firefly. Like. Fantastic actor. So K2SO and his interactions with pretty much anyone are just pure gold comedy. But like Star but even Wars serious comedy. sometimes too. Like when he was talking to Jin and he was like something you you never fail to surprise me or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean obviously, but I'm saying like I think the comedy thing is is for sure overlooked. I think that think, tends think to overlooked. sometimes – well, what I mean by that is I don't think people appreciate comedy in Star Wars all the time. Yeah, yeah. there's and definitely a group out there like that. I think the way this was written, it wasn't like in-your-face comedy. You know, It wasn't like slapstick or anything like that. But yeah. there's a lot of good – like when he backhands Cassian and he's like <laughs> – and there's another one you know, coming for you. If you act out again or, you know, something to that effect, you know, he's awesome. Or like when uh, Chirrut is fighting the stormtroopers and he get like at the end when Saw Gerrera's band of rebels, like are putting bags over their heads and he's like, are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah, that yeah. is just, I mean, I, I just, I remember rolling when I heard that in theaters and yeah, I still do. So good. But the the characters are fantastic. I don't think um, 
you know, I, to be honest, taking this movie by itself, Cassian wasn't my favorite character. Really? See, I felt the opposite. I've never watched it this side of Andor, and I found myself paying much closer attention to everything Cassian did. I liked Jin, and I liked Cassian, like, towards the end of the movie. I like him, but at the beginning of the movie, I don't really like him at all. Interesting. Like, I I just... It didn't He's become do it one for of my me. favorite characters. Now, since I've watched Andor, my overall opinion of him has changed, but I'm trying not to let the series affect the movie reviews, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Other um, than that, I like, have I have a hot take. What is it? I don't like Saw Gerrera. At all. <sighs> I don't like him as a character. I think that he's annoying. I don't think I uh, really liked him. Problems. But I think that's kind of who he is. Exactly. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> th- and that's fair. I think the character, I think there's a place for that. Because when you look at an overall rebellion, you know, you've got a lot of people who are trying to work together. And then you've got one guy that's like, hey, I don't want your stupid morality restrictions. I'm going to fight back against the Empire however I deem fit to, to rid the world of oppression or, you know, the galaxy. I definitely don't like the animated version a lot. I like, I like that one a lot less than I like the live action. Live action was tolerable. Yeah. I think live action though is is tolerable because he's kind of towards the end of his, like he's not as in your face, butthead ish. He kind of is, but he was good. Yeah, it was. Yeah. No question about it, but yeah, the the animated version of him, I, I don't like at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, but Death overall, Troopers. Death Troopers, dude. The best kind. Death Troopers. And this was our first appearance of live-action Death Troopers, yep. wasn't it? Yeah, because the ones in Mando, Mando was later. Yep. So, yeah, Death Troopers are... Are like I mean when we play Battlefront, Death Troopers are among our favorite characters. Like if we're not playing our regular class that we like using, like I tend to yep. use heavy. Me too. But if I'm going to change it up a little bit, I'm going to play as a Death Trooper. And it's not because I'm any better with the Death Trooper than I am with the heavy. It's because they look freaking badass. They they make me look <laughs> you know? like a better player because that's they're right. So good. <laughs> that, yeah. Like uh, Death Troopers are amazing. I yeah. that. That's one. I think I've got one or two of their Funkos, and I, I want to get a Black Series figure of them because they are That'd be cool. so, so, so cool. I don't think I have a Death Trooper Funko. I have a Dark Trooper Funko. I've got a couple Dark Trooper Funkos. Yeah. And I've got some of the Purge Troopers, which I think also look pretty sharp. Nice. But, yeah, Death Troopers are fantastic. And then, of course, you've got the the scene with Vader and... Absolutely. That's awesome. That Absolutely. That is the that was the best portrayal of Vader in live action to yep. that point in time. I mean, Disney by has far, done Vader well. They well, especially, I mean, that movie even though we only got him for like 10 seconds. I mean, it was this is this uh, the way they displayed him up against the rebels, the fear he incited, the yep. the just absolute Gives me goosebumps right obliteration. now. Of, I mean, this is the evil, dark Lord of the Sith that we really, truly wanted and deserve. Um, Not to say I didn't like Darth Vader in the original trilogy. I do. But 
when you play them up, especially in the EU and in the comics and video games, is this truly, truly badass character. Like you want to, you want to play it up in live action from that point yeah. on. And they, they did him justice. So characters got a pretty good score. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and we had Tarkin, which was kind of yep. cool. We'll talk about the CGI in a bit. Well, and shout out, cool. shout out to, uh, to getting Hera and Chopper. In Rogue One? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. So when they're in the base before they fly off to go to Scarif. Oh, you know what? I have heard this. There's Hera Syndulla. Her voice comes in over the intercom. They're calling her. And then Chopper is rolling around there. And yeah. then later on, which will fall under special effects. I mean, Chopper will too. But you also see the ghost. I forgot about that. Yeah, which was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we'll get to that point. Uh, music, what did you give it? 4.1. Okay. Um, I gave mine a 4.0. It was to me. It was very much a surprise because um, this was the first one that John Williams didn't do. So, yep. kind of go into it thinking this isn't going to be right. Like, this is going to sound off. And it didn't. Like, it, it, they it did the right a amount. Fantastic job. Yeah. The right amount of classic melodies with some new stuff and i found myself actually listening to the music during some of these scenes yep i, felt like they I thought the job. music fit very well i didn't i didn't have any any real complaints there wasn't anything that really stood out to me super strong you know like duel of the fates or anything like that but the music was good the the music was definitely definitely star wars i mean it fit with all the scenes had perfect matches with music so yep no complaints here. What did you have okay. for effects? I had 4.5. Oh, interesting. I thought I was going to have to defend mine. No, no. All right. I went 4-1. Okay. Yeah. I think this this and Solo um, are among some of the best movies in terms of effects. I thought um, I was going to have to defend it, though, because the CGI for Tarkin and Leia isn't the, the greatest. No, but you had to do, I mean, you would have had to do CGI if you wanted those characters to be in it. Yeah. Well, and they did so. a good job, right? Like this, so I had effects pretty low at, at first because of Tarkin and then scenes would happen. And I'd be like, I got to bump up the score. And then another scene would happen. And I'd be like, that was amazing. I have to bump up the score. So yeah, see, if I didn't know, if I didn't know that Carrie Fisher was old and Tarkin, the guy who originally played Tarkin, I think his name was Peter Cushing. Yeah. Um, or something like that. If I didn't know that he was dead, I wouldn't have known personally oh, in my see, opinion. See, I don't think so. I think that I think that most people, I didn't see it. I didn't I see did. it. Well, I only saw it because I knew he was dead and I was like, wait, they can't they there's no way they were using the same guy. I think he looked pretty video gamey. I didn't. I didn't think he looked all that video gamey. You know what I think looked video gamey? Revenge what? of the Sith. At some points. <laughs> yeah. Revenge of the Sith, I felt like, looked very video gamey. Rogue One, in my opinion, didn't really look that video just, gamey. Just those two characters. I didn't just notice it all that much. I think you could tell. If you look at their mouth, you can tell it doesn't move the right way. But it's still a really impressive CGI. Like, I didn't expect that because I didn't know that that was really even a possibility. Right. So I was very surprised in the movie when that when we saw it for the first time. Um, when, when that yeah, happened. I mean, kudos to them. I guess I'll give, I'll say that's why I've got 0.5 off because yeah, that's point. That's why it's not a five, but I mean, yeah, everything else, I, everything else was phenomenal. 
Oh, the space there, I mean, battle. I just have a, yeah. Over, my favorite. Um, it is my favorite space battle to this date. A good one. No question about it. It's fantastic. Seeing, I mean, U-Wings are so awesome. And I'm so glad we have them added in with this. Like, I think yeah. U-Wings are a super cool design for a gunship. Um, Which, totally unrelated. But did you see for Ahsoka that they added the E-Wing from no, I didn't. EU? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, in the scene where um, Sabine is racing down that strip on... Uh, what is the planet that they met Ezra on? Lothal. Lothal. She's she's like racing down that little strip highway yeah. to the spire where you know Ezra was you know camped out for his life. Um, flying right next to her over the sand is an E-wing, mm. which is super cool that they added that in. So I'm yeah, super excited cool. to see that. Um, total side note, but yeah, U-wing. <laughs> Ewing was so awesome to see in this. I mean, and to see the ghost. Yeah. To see the ghost in live action. I mean, we're going to get it again with Ahsoka, which I, Ahsoka, I'm so stoked for. Because the ghost is like, uh, I think my three favorite top ships are the Razorcrest, the Ghost, and the Millennium Falcon, in that order. Like, the ghost is phenomenal. And they're coming out with another Lego set. I'm not as much of a ship guy as you are. Dude, they're coming out with another Lego set and it already comes with the Phantom 2. Nice. Which the first one didn't. You had to buy them in separate packs to get both the Ghost and the Phantom. But this one's going to come with both the Ghost and the Phantom 2. So, excellent. I've got it sitting in my uh in my uh cart on Amazon. But yeah, so we got to see the ghost uh, in Rogue One, which was awesome. That was like, to me, that was like so huge, so freaking exciting. I loved everything about it. The space battle was by far my my favorite space battle we've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I loved, there were a couple shots that stick out in my mind as like, wow, that is amazing. The first one is when the Star Destroyer is... Uh, right over Saw's location. I don't remember where they are, but uh, Jetta. they're in Je- the Jetta. So there you see the yep. star destroyer hanging over. The, Cause they're like, sitting settlement. over Jetta city. Yeah. Um, and then another one that really sticks out um, is when the death star eclipses the sun on Jetta. And you see, Oh yeah. Go dark, right. As they're about to shoot just sets the stage. Uh-huh. Really cool. And they came, those, those two things were pretty close, um, you know, back to back. But this, the CGI and the way those looked, it was just amazing. I would get those well, framed. And during the, the space battle, the Hammerhead Corvette yeah, diving awesome. into the Star Destroyer and, you know, powering it into the, another yeah. star. I mean, like, stuff like that. I was like, oh, that is so cool. cool. Like, none of this, hey, I'm going to jump into hyperspace and aim my ship at the other ship and slice it in half. No, I'm going to use my ship full speed to ram yeah. it and it might not like work. and it might not work yep yeah you really do get they really represented the record I can't, well i can't wait to talk about that in last jedi <laughs> Man, we can just skip it i don't want to talk about it <laughs> that just kills me like yeah. if I'll, I'll save it i'll save it yeah we gotta anyway save it. anyway so effects fantastic in rogue one no question about it yeah um agreed let's see what do we have next plot what did you give it? 
4.2. I gave it a 4.25. Nice. I don't have a lot to say. I mean, I I really think it speaks to how good the writing is that we've already covered a lot of this stuff um, elsewhere. So I, I, classic, right? Like it was good Star Wars storytelling. Uh, well, and it, it, explained, it, it, it just answered a bunch of questions. Exactly. I was, about, I was about to say, it answers questions that we weren't like, I got to know, but it was nice. Like, how did they get the plans? Like, it, and well, it and told it, a good it, story. It proves that Star Wars can do films without lightsabers. Granted, yeah. I know we had Darth Vader, but that was at seconds. the end for like 10 seconds. You know, like just a little bit of it, fan service. It, 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 that's all it was. They had nothing really to do with the plot as a whole. And so, what's that? I felt like it was way too easy to take out those ATATs. I don't think those ATATs were equipped the way the actual heavily armored assault ones are. Cause I like, hope not, because I was thinking those about ATATs that. Those ATATs were storage carriers. They were like transport ships, they, they were like oh. modified. Because they were, okay. they had those that opening in the middle. Remember where they could move cargo. Yeah. So I think that's that. You know, I think that, that could be pretty sense. easily explained away. In that, that yeah, I mean, they sense. were still built with the blasters and everything, but they're they're not used for actual for defense, assault. not offense. Yeah, exactly. It's not even for defense. It's more of like a, hey, we've got these guys laying around. They're they're carrying stuff, moving stuff around for us. They can blast back. You know, it's like a freighter, you know, like the Millennium yeah. Falcon. It's got guns on it. Is it a gunship? No, it's a freighter, but yeah. it has the ability to defend itself when needed. It's just not as effective as an actual gunship would be. And I, that's that how I, would ex- I was thinking about it and I was like, it like Luke had to get real creative. Uh-huh. You know, they, like they really yep. had to get creative with how they were taking those out. And these guys are really just like, go for the neck. Yep. Yeah, I. Oh, that, that's a good explanation. I didn't. Yeah, I, that that part didn't bother me too much. I would say um, the Tie Strikers, so slick. Every yeah. single time I get to see a new Tie Fighter, I am just like Absolutely. in love. And the Tie Strikers look slick. I love them. Love them so Tie much. Tie Fighters are definitely up there. The Empire gets a lot of a lot of grief for like Stormtroopers suck. They didn't suck in this movie though. I thought they were pretty good. Um, they did. They they were they were good. But the TIE fighter is like it real to me, it is a good representation of Empire Tech. Yeah. You know, like they get, they can get around, they go really fast. Pretty menacing sound. Like you you're in you're in trouble when there's TIE yep. fighters. Absolutely. So yeah, definitely definitely enjoyed the plot. I think they did a fantastic job. They didn't have to lean on uh, all of our favorite, you know, and we we had pretty much all new characters. I mean, we had Mon Mothma and Bale show up, I think, at one point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Hera was announced, but I mean, everyone pretty much was new. Yeah, they you all know. Died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Krennic was fantastic. Yep. I, I love Krennic. One of my yeah, favorites. It, it really, like, one of the things I think a lot of people love about the new shows that we're getting is how you're seeing the inner workings of the empire. This was really among yep. the first times we ever got to see how they work. Special effects. We didn't even talk about Vader's castle. Oh yeah. Sick. I can't believe I, I didn't even mention that. About that. I always forget that that's in there. Like we got cool to see looks. Vader's castle in live action. 
on yeah. Mustafar. And it that was awesome. so freaking dope. And the way he manhandled Krennic. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, don't choke on your ambitions. Yeah, that was like, so good. Dude, that's Vader. That's Vader for you. That's an Anakin line. You think so? That's something Anakin would say, like, as like in the Clone Wars when he's letting his anger out a little bit. Probably. Meet somebody in a duel, I could see him saying saying that. But yeah, I I, I totally forgot to mention that. So also yeah, good, good kudos call. to them on on uh, enjoying that. So back overall tank. Yes. Yeah, I mean like cool. the movie overall was fantastic. Yep. What'd you put for overall entertainment? Four point five. I gave it four point seven five. Ah, we were pretty tight on this one. We might yeah, have we were we were we were pretty pretty on par. I mean, this is statistically my favorite Star Wars movie, at least so far that we've rated. And I can't imagine any of the others are going to beat it. Yeah, you it, it could be it could be true. I mean, because this one beat Solo. This is what Star Wars would have looked like if George Lucas made it today. Yeah. Yep. Imagine Quick Rogue two One. Hours being applied to the sequel trilogy. What do you mean? Like if if what if we had George Lucas, this kind of movie oh, would have yes. been applied regularly instead of it being sporadic and kind of, you know, quality was not the quality control right. was not there. But right. if he were still in charge, we'd have cuz I mean everyone you know, if you put out enough movies, eventually you're going to make one that people are going to like. Yep. So, but when, if he were still directing everything in the way it should go, yeah, it would have been much better. The sequels would have been a lot, a lot more enjoyable. Um, speaking of George, one of the things that I have a call out for here as an example of just how good and detailed and planned out the writing was, just a little nod to something George always talked about and um, found a way to work it into the animated shows, but just the Guardians of the Wills. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was cool. Just like, they could have yep. called it anything. Yep. And and they chose to do that, and I, I thought it was a nice detail that it made me it feel was. like they took good care of, of the writing. They, the, the people in charge of this, aside from Miss Kennedy... Uh, the people in charge of this really, really did a fantastic job. I'm not crediting anything to her until she starts producing better stuff. But I, that's not fair. I, she she put the stamp credit. of approval on this. But it's hard for me to give her credit when she also put the stamp of approval on the three sequel movies. We are the sum of our achievements, played good and yep. bad. Yep, that's true. But yeah, this but, next to next to Kenobi, best depiction of Vader. Yes, um, Stormtrooper, absolutely. Were cool. Like this, this was just pure Star Wars. Yep, through and through, no question yep. about it. Uh, so, what was your total score when you added up? Twenty-one point four. Mine was a twenty-one point seven five. Oh, so close. Yep. Nice. Yeah, this, it's number so, two on my list. Highest. Highest scoring. What was your number one? Revenge? Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Yep. That makes sense. But this this was the surprise for me. It definitely puts my ranking into question. I, I might have to watch this back-to-back with Revenge of the Sith and see which one I like better. 
Yeah, I mean, there was no question for me, and I love Revenge of the Sith, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this was the best, in my opinion, the best overall Star Wars movie. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Fantastic. Yep. But now the I'm only excited thing... to get into um, the original trilogy. Right, though. Yeah, I am too. And I'm trying to figure out how I want to go about it. Because, you know, obviously the effects are not going to stand up to what we have today. No, but the music so, and the, the plot, and you will make up for it in those areas. I think so. So and I think I, it's fair I, to judge it based on the time, too. Yeah, that's what I, I think I'm going to try to do um, as best I can. Yeah. But there are still moments when I watch it and go, oh, that's a little rough. Yeah, for sure. Same with the acting. <laughs> yeah. There, there were a few moments. But we'll, we'll get into that next them. week. Yeah. And it will be next week, guys. It will be. I promise. I promise. You can hold me to it. I will. I'm not going to wait. So, if you call me and say you can't do it, I'm not going to give you grief about it. <laughs> you should give me grief. Uh, no, I get it. I, I need that. I need someone to push me in my life, Kevin. No, I'll just do like the – I'll send you – is Records of the Republic <laughs> Is done? Records of the Republic over? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to find no. a new partner? <laughs> Ah, no, I I am back. I'm back in full swing. So that's all I have. Um, Oh, no, that's not. That's not true. Dude, have you looked at the Lego sets for Ahsoka? No, because I can't buy them. I don't even bother looking. Oh, oh. There are three of them coming out. And while all three look good, there are only two that I care about. Okay. One of them is obviously the ghost. Yeah. The other one is Ahsoka's T6 shuttle, which is a Clone Wars era Jedi shuttle that they used for transporting uh, at different times. But what's cooler about it is Professor Hu Yang is a Lego minifigure in that set. You have to get it. Oh my God. We're getting Doctor Who in the Legos. I'm so, so freaking excited, man. Yeah, like I, I that, that that's one of those that I, Penny and I have been talking about it. I showed her it the other day, and she was like, "Oh yeah, that's awesome." And I was like, "If I sell <laughs> this much, <laughs> it's on pre-sale, pre-order right now. It gets released September first. So I told her, I said, "Hey, if I if I sell this much in August, can I get it?" And she said, "Possibly." So possibly. <laughs> my my goal for achieving uh sales this next month is not based on the fact that we just should try and make as much as we can right now it's on the fact that i really 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 want that set so this is gonna that's one of those things that i would probably cut when you're editing just (laughs) right there there. (laughs) nope that that's going in all right i want people to know that is that (laughs) did it sound bad we know that you are (laughs) Wade, Wade didn't mean it. He's going to say yeah, that he she, meant it. He's going to kick she, and scream. He did not mean it. <laughs> she tuned out like episode five. Yeah. We, I don't she was her. like, yeah, I mean, I have to listen to this like six days out of the week. I'm not going to do it seven. <laughs> I'm sure her hope was that if, if you did this with me, she, it she would, wouldn't have to hear. She it. wouldn't have to deal with it anymore. But that was a mistake. No, that's silly. Yeah. 
but yeah, those sets, I mean, they look clean. They look incredible. I'm, I'm just super stoked for them to come out. Nice. So You'll have to let me know how much fun they are. I will. I'll, I will. I'll send you, you just like I did I'll, with Survivor. I'll, I'll send you videos of me playing with the sets as I occasionally do with my current sets. Very nice. So that's all we have for you guys. We're looking forward to Ahsoka coming out August 23rd. Mark your calendars if they're not already marked. Ours are. Well, mine is. I can't speak for Kevin's, but mine's definitely marked. I, I, I hope they do that. it. I hope they do a two-episode premiere. I they hope, 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 hope. Did they? Yeah. We well, got, the, we got Kevin, the dates. Kevin, I have been out of touch for quite a while. Well, allow me to break the good news. We're going <laughs> to a two-episode premiere. Thank God. Also, <laughs> Sabine is a Jedi. So, that's I my... I, I think she's a Jedi. Based on what I'm seeing in the trailer. Now, it could be a mislead, obviously, but I, I think she is. Seems like it. So, I'm hoping so. I'd be down we'll for see. it. We'll see. We will find out. As always, guys, may the Force be with you. And remember, this is the way. <laughs>